You are listening to the Curtis King Podcast. What's the deal? What's good? How you living? How you feeling? This is Curtis King of the Curtis King Podcast. If this is your first time watching and or listening, I want to say thank you and welcome. I promise I don't get that obnoxiously loud every episode, but I got to make sure I inject some energy in the beginning. If this is your first time listening, make sure that you subscribe if you enjoy this. If you don't know what this whole thing is about, this podcast is specifically for music producers, but really for any creative in general, looking for some inspiration, some extra boost of energy uh, through an audio platform like you're listening to right now. That is what I am here for. The Curtis King podcast. I try to give as many epiphanies and uh, things that that kind of get me thinking. I try to share as much as I can with the community that I'm involved within with, which is the producer community. But like I said, if you're listening, make sure if you want to see the video version of this, you go over to YouTube. Curtis King TV is the channel and you'll be able to listen and watch it and, you know, see all these funny facial reactions <laughs> or just kind of kick it with the community that is in there. That being said, what's going on over there? YouTube community, my friends, my family. I hope all of you are doing well. I hope that you uh, haven't broke away from your New Year's resolutions already. <laughs> I hope that it's been a smooth ride thus far. Uh, I, I feel it in the air that this this year has a, a, a different smell to it, not the stink of 2020, uh, either that it has a different smell or that we are so used to the other smell that uh, we don't know that it stinks. You ever had that happen where you, you, you're you're in a room? Maybe it happened when you were younger. I know what happened when I was younger, playing video games with my cousin. We ended up playing games all day long and be musty. You know what I'm saying? Musty teenagers, musty young ones in here just playing a game and you don't realize how much like steam has came off of your body from all of that intense focus on the game. You don't realize like how much must has built up. And so I wonder if we're currently living in uh, a version of that in 2021. If 2020 was just so bad that we're like, huh, it's looking up from here. Who knows? Outside of that, uh, this week has been one where I found myself thinking about something I don't normally find myself thinking about age. And I typically don't think about age all too often because I feel like such conversations internally take you out of the present moment. And whenever you are out the present moment, eight times out of 10, nine times out of 10, it's not always a enjoyable moment, right? Um, if you take yourself out of the moment and you're thinking about the past, well, then you get a bit nostalgic and nostalgia can quickly turn into sadness that things are not the way that they used to be or not as simple as they used to be. Uh, if you draw away from the, f the past and you focus on the future, then you get anxiety about, well, what if things do not work out exactly according to plan? So, I stay pretty much in the present. I've heard Michael Jordan say this many of times. And, um, you know, I think it's something that definitely contributes to all of our greatness, not just MJ, but all of our greatness. And uh, I try to stay in the present. But I tell you, sometimes with staying in the present, you get so out of touch with how fast time is moving that 
you get certain things that kind of ping your attention, right? My son, the fact that my son in a few months is going to be three years old. I remember when he was literally on the, the hospital bed. I remember holding him for the first time. Like, I remember so many things and I'm like, there's no way that was three years ago. There's no way. There's no way that's three years ago. Yet here we are. Also, you know, thinking about, you know, I, I did a video on my YouTube that talked about my live stream setup, right? And I started just like kind of like reminiscing about all the equipment that I have upgraded and where I started at, right? When I was doing YouTube videos off of an iPhone 6 with the lavalier mic, sheer mic, off of a very teeny weeny budget. But somehow, some way, it built the foundation of what we have today. I started thinking about that and it just got me getting like really not nostalgic, but like grateful, of course. But also got me thinking like, damn, we've been in this for a minute. And the last thing that really got me thinking about age is the fact that next week is my birthday. So you guys will get this on a Monday. The Saturday after this episode it will be my 36th birthday. Yes, I'm on the other side of 30 now. And um, I have to admit to you, I haven't felt this nervous. I don't know if that's the right word for it. I haven't felt this nervous about being on the other side of 30 since I turned 30. When I went from 29 to 30 and really all of this stuff, it, it it's all in the mind. But when that first number went from two to three, I was like, damn, damn. Uh, we, we are here. <laughs> We're here. What have you done with your life? Are you happy with what you have done? Is it enough? Are you proud of where you're at? Is this where you imagine yourself to be? And now on the other end of 36, it comes back to my mind again, like, oh, here you are. And I don't think too much about age because, you know, I, I always believed in that old adage of it's not about shouldn't be concerned about getting older, right? Older is what you do every day, no matter what age you are. You get older every second, every minute you get older. Being old is a mentality. And I know that you know, or maybe you have seen someone on the internet that defies the stereotypes of what it means to be that age. I see it on a regular basis and I draw a lot of inspiration from watching these individuals and not just from the, 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 the standpoint that they're still going. I think that's kind of a, that's kind of a, uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a, uh, a self-centered way to look at it. Like, Oh my God, you're still going. Like, that's not why that I draw inspiration. I draw inspiration from the fact that these said individuals and mind you, this doesn't apply to everyone. Of course it doesn't, but they're still evolving and they're still leaving themselves open to the possibility of evolution, to the possibility of being surprised, to the possibility of them learning something new that they've never even stepped foot in. And I think that that is something that has been my biggest weapon through my journey is not being afraid to forever learn and evolve. And I know it sounds like a Hallmark card at this point, but 
that forever evolution really puts you in a special place. It really helps you to defy any odds that are in front of you. And when you're used to operating in this space, you know, for those who, want, who, who, who get it, get it. But for those of you that have not operated in this space where you're forever evolving, here's some things that you got to understand about it. When you are used to continuously evolving, continuously learning new things, like I'm learning the piano after all these years of magic tricks, as we talked about last week, I'm finally learning the piano. Right. Three thousand six hundred some odd hours in now, only five hundred ninety seven thousand more to go before my ten thousand hours. Uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm dedicating the time and I'm evolving in that. Um, even when it comes to learning about things around the house, right, having to take care of a house now, I, I, I'm learning about, you know, the 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 irrigation, the 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 sprinkler system and trying to understand like, yo, OK, this is how the timers work. OK, cool, cool, cool. Even trying to, you know, trying to understand so many different aspects of life where there's specialists who know that and they can help you. But there's also the necessity for you to understand it to a certain degree. Right. Some of you may be experiencing that right now as you know, you're, you're trying to figure out ways to generate income or to stay busy or to promote your product, your music uh, and you're learning graphic design. Or you're learning Photoshop and you're trying to figure out ways to kind of maneuver through that as you learn that that part of your personality. Don't ever let that go. Don't ever let that go. But the thing that you must understand on the other side of this is that every so once in a while, you are going to come to a roadblock. You're going to come to a roadblock where you're going to realize there is a distinct difference between you and you may be above average and good at these things that you're learning. There's a distinct difference between you and someone else that just does it. Right. Them at 50 percent is you at 150 percent. You get where I'm going with this. And. To kind of bring all of this together, I have been used to. Always finding a way to be more than above average at whatever I pick up, whatever I do, right? I demand a lot of myself. That Mamba mentality in the back, my wife was spot on for getting that for me because she sees that within me. I can be a bit ferocious, a bit crazy, a bit on edge when it comes to accomplishing what it is that I want. Not even a bit. I'm a lunatic. <laughs> Straight up, I'm a lunatic. When it comes to getting these things done, I am I am. Seven, what is this? Seven thirty? Is this seven thirty? Was that? Was that? Was that like early two thousand slang for like crazy? I'm that. I'm that. I'm crazy, man. I'll, I, whatever it takes to get it done, I shall get it done. But what I am learning, the order that I get, that you have to find peace with your current limitations. You don't have to be comfortable. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to get in a headspace that says I can't ever do it. I'll never be able to do it. But you got to be comfortable with not comfortable. You have to be you have to make peace with your current limitations. What I mean, what do I mean by that? If I am. Trying to think of an example of something that I have done recently that involves that. 
let's try let's try repairs around the house. How about that? I know there's a YouTube video I can go search for to get these things done, right? Don't mean I'm going to do it like somebody who's been doing it for 20 years, even though I think I can. You got to make peace with the fact that as of today, you are a rookie in that realm. And you have to be, you have to make peace with where you're at. It's especially important if you plan on evolving from there and becoming that veteran that you look up to. You must make peace with where you're at. That doesn't mean being content. That doesn't mean being comfortable, but make peace with it so that you can do the work that needs to be done. That doesn't just apply to folks who are in my age range. That applies to many of you who are very early on in your journey. You must make peace with your limitations, your current limitations. When you make peace with your current limitations, you take a bit of that unfair steam, that unfair expectation, that delusional sometimes expectation and just expectations in general, which get us in trouble a lot of the times. It puts you in a space where it says. With what you know today, with what you have at your disposal. With your resourcefulness or your resources. You can only do the best you can. And that can be evolved after that. But today, this is what you are. This is what you have. These are the tools you have. What are you going to do? Please make peace with your limitations. I am currently making peace with some of my physical <laughs> limitations. Uh, I found myself ripping and running through these streets. Try, I, I got a new monitor back here. I'm not going to turn the camera, but I got a new monitor back here. And I have been going through multiple monitors. I put some new RAM in the computer. And I, I had to really like sit back for a second and say, Damn, like you, you, you like I was sitting here. Like I remember I, I, I got the TV uh, that, that I use as a monitor for my computer. I put that together like somebody hired me on handy.com. That's an app that people do all of that stuff where they mount TVs and all that. I did it like I was a, an employee. I was I put it together. I was like, damn, that was fast. And then I got my computer, had it off sideways. And then I, I put the RAM in and I had to, and then I did it wrong. I had to do some research and I had to, do, 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 had to put it into different ports, had to clean off the port, had to make sure it was cool. Right. Blowing like a Nintendo cartridge. Don't do that. That's probably bad for you. And then put it in. I'm just like, Ugh. I just like, look at my life. <laughs> look at me, what I'm trying to do. And then I finally just broke down. I was like, man, because it wasn't working. The RAM wasn't working according. Um, the, 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 the monitor was too damn big. I needed to ask for help. And I started thinking about that now from not just the standpoint of there being any physical limitations on what I can or can't do. Um, but also from the standpoint of at this state, at this stature, at this state of my career at 36, it is important for me to start establishing, uh, with, with my brother Dorian from 82 group calls forever money, more forever money. It's important for me to establish a system 
that doesn't always need me to be the face on camera, doesn't need me to always be front and center for it to work. We kind of transitioned and talked about that last year, but the older I get, the more I realize, you know, of course, I believe at this at this point that I'll continue working on music for a long time. I don't know how long. Uh, I just know it's different than sports in that it's not really requiring too much physical wear and tear on my body. Maybe my knees from being at the computer. Um, and I'm talking like I'm 83, but <laughs> but the, I, I'm trying to think about what does this look like in the future? Right. Can I see myself doing what I am doing uh, in, in 10 years? And when I start to break it up, I think that I have I'm able to answer that question in a, in a much better place. I'm able to say, yes, I can see myself doing the podcast in the next 10 to 20 years. Right. There's so many things that I'm learning day to day that I know are going to be future episodes of podcasts. Uh, can I see myself making beats? Yes, I can see myself making beats because I love making music. And as I raise my son, I want him to see me in that element. I want him to see what hard work can be. I want this piano that I am learning how to play. I want this to be something that I'm able to look at, even if it's just a hobby at that point, look at it and say, now that was a journey worthwhile, a journey towards mastery. That was a journey worthwhile. And all those things mean something to me. And so as I kind of kind of embark on this journey and start to really understand where I'm at, at this place, it does not, it does not protect me from that other part of my brain. That's like, are you too old to be doing it in this space? And I think it's a healthy question to ask. It's a delusion. It's a crazy question. It's a crazy question. So to some of y'all, but I thought about that and I'm like, man, you know, this is the next step over. And then I think nah, you are out of your mind. If you truly and I'm talking to myself, Curtis, if you truly look at this journey as one that it's OK to get older, as long as you're not old, as long as you're not stuck in your ways, stubborn, bullheaded. And I got things that I am that I can see myself becoming that. But I'm, I, I challenge myself on these things. And I feel that it's part of the reason why. One, I can stay so optimistic internally, but I think it also ages me slower. So for those of you that are younger, that are looking for the <laughs> looking for the the the, uh, the secret serum to keeping a, a young face through all this, get some sleep, drink your water. You feel me? Get some of them green vegetables in your system or something like that. Um, but also letting go and not holding grudges is a very, very important part of this. And I'm realizing that the more that I'm able to make peace with my limitations, but still evolve, still work on these things. Uh, the more at peace I am. The. The more that I'm able to look at the world from the lens of the kid that used to be that's still in me. Right. Because it's it's a part of my it's just a part of who I am uh, that said. I believe I can do that. If you give me time to learn it, 
If you give me time to practice, I, I believe I can do that. And so taking that into consideration is helping me make such tremendous peace with getting older. Um, and then also I find peace in knowing that I'm not trying to compete with anyone except for myself, especially not somebody younger than me. I want to see you win. I want and that, that, that's not to say I don't want to see nobody my age win either. I want to see everybody win. Um, but if you do listen to my content and you happen to be younger, I just want to say I do appreciate you allowing me to uh, share my experience with you because you could be listening and watching uh, other folks. But I hope that you see what the other side of this can be like. And I hope that you remember, you know, the 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 times that I walked out there and, and took chances. Right. And, I, and I'm still taking chances. How I'm, I'll say, I'm talking like in past tense. How I'm currently walking out and taking chances and stepping feet out and trying new things. And there's other producers who are in that space that, that you know, I, I tip my hat off that are around my same age group. Stolen drums, um, uh, MG the Future, uh, CMP Productions and uh, 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 trying to trying to trying to trying to my brain is starting to flip on me. Um, There's many others out there, many others out there. Uh, but. In seeing that it brings peace because I realize that there is no fall off. And I think that was something that I was, I was really concerned about was damn, do you really have the energy to start from scratch again? If you had to on all the things that you're doing now. And I had to really think about that when I was like, I don't know, man. And knowing my personality, Knowing how much I identify with the David Goggins of the world. I may take a week off. I may take a month off. I may get my peace. But then it's back to back to the grind. Roger that. We back at it again. And so that's the first part of what I want to talk about. That's really important because I'm actually let's let's actually before we, we transition, let me actually say the other side of that. I am extremely grateful and extremely lucky. That my phone decides to go off in the middle of this. Shut up, phone. I'm extremely lucky. And I realize how lucky I am to even have the longevity that I have had. Not even just on YouTube. Like YouTube was probably my fourth or third career. Right. If I really think about like I started at 16, 17 as a producer slash artist and I went after that ferociously in terms of trying to pursue opportunities in the traditional industry. I did that, um, got my placements. You know, I, I, I went as a touring artist. I did these other things and then I flipped and went to the Internet and I was like, yeah, let me sell some beats on here. Then I had that whole career within that had an opportunity to write a book, transition from writing the book to uh, to 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 really fully fully doing course and mentor work, and I'm just like, as long as a journey as it has been, I am so incredibly grateful that anyone still gives a damn about what I am talking about, because I have my moments, especially when I drop off from not putting up content or I become inconsistent because I'm putting all of my energy into other things, um. And I see the numbers drop off 
dramatically. That other part of me, the immature part of me is like, oh, man, you got to get these numbers up. Oh, man, what's going on? Like, what's what's up? Is is it falling off? And then I got to remember that it's all a figment of my imagination. Because the thoughts of that would be quickly pushed it aside if I produce a piece of content that takes off. And then now we're stuck in the numbers game again. So instead of even being concerned about that, being concerned about having to start from scratch from whatever it is that I do, I ask myself, what do you enjoy doing and what would you do if the numbers did not matter? Someone asked me a question uh, in one of my live streams, and I want to kind of expound upon it because it's loosely related upon what we're talking about here with age. They asked me if there was things that I could do differently within my 20s, what would that be? I thought it was a great question. I've been asked that question before, but I think that every year I reflect upon that question a little bit differently. And I start to realize it's probably going to help someone else out there. One thing I can tell you that stands out immediately of what I would have done differently, because I am from the schooling of everything was done for a reason. Because I'm here, if I find any moments of happiness in this moment, I I know that in order for this to be a reality, that had to have been a reality, whatever I went through, right? So I'm from that school of thinking. But playing hypotheticals, let's, let's delve into that for a second. What would I do differently in my 20s? The first thing I would do, I would have been more... I would have been more of a of a... I'd have been more strict with how I would have been more strict with how how much time I give to other people and to what I give my time to. The mindset that I'm in now is if it does not align with my goals that I have set out to achieve, then I am not going to say yes to it. Even if it's something that looks really good. Because at this place where I'm at right now, the opportunities that come through my email, they be sexy, sexy, sexy as hell. Okay, sexy. You got to put an H, sexy. I look at them like, damn, I should probably see what's up with that. But the price that I pay when I dedicate time to it just because it's financially pretty just because it's aesthetically pretty, because it could be a good look. You see what I did there? A little play on words. Um, the price that I pay for it in the currency called time that I can never get back. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. The homies that produce a grime reposted a tweet that I put up talking about the necessity of uh, uh, of me saying no more often. To attractive opportunities that are not in alignment with the goals that I have set out. To dedicate yourself to to a year of that, a year is long. Anybody lived through 2020, hello, you know a year can be a year is very, very long. Uh, but I'm dedicated and I and I I feel like I tested it out for at least 70% of last year. And not everybody likes when you say no. Most people associate that with arrogance. Most people will associate that with, oh, you think you're too good, right? Or, or what, what, what do you, how, the audacity. What else do you have that's better than what I'm offering you? But I realize every time 
that I come up with an idea that can potentially be game changing. This is just me personally speaking. Maybe you have, you've experienced this yourself. Anytime I come up with an idea and I begin working on it like clockwork, the emails come in. Right. I did not recognize this pattern until I really sat back and said, damn, every single time that I have launched and said, it's time, let's go all the way. Roger that. Foot on the gas, busting your ass like, boom, we, we, we gone, right? Like not. OK, for those who are pause worthy, I mean, like kicking your ass. Um, every time I did that, something popped up that was like, hey. I know you're on your grind. I know you're doing your thing, but uh, how's uh, 10 racks to do this? And then you'd be like, damn, that money look good. But shit, I was working on this thing. And I, was, I was working on this thing before you hit me up. And you know what I'm saying? I don't want to say no. But I realize this happens every time. It's almost like it's a test of how serious I am about my goals, my personal goals that are worthy. That every time a year passes by, I think about even more. Damn, what have you done to push the needle? What have you done to push things forward on that idea there, Curtis? And how many things have you said yes to that made you say a, a big and un, undeniable no to your own ideas? Because that's the thing about it. When we say yes, and I'm going to get back to those things I would have done differently in my 20s. But when you say yes to people or opportunities or things because you have a fear of them thinking differently about you or you have a fear of missing out FOMO, a fear of missing out on the opportunity because it looks like it's such a great opportunity that could change your life. When you say yes, because you're afraid to say no. You're in turn saying no to yourself and you're also sending the message to your brain, hey, we're expendable. Saying no to you is not such a big deal. Because at least I know how to deal with being disappointed in myself. But what about other people? No, 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 no. Life is long and life is short. And both of those statements are true. But for the end of of but for the other side of life where it is very short, I must encourage you. Launch and don't look back. Those opportunities that are knocking, they'll be there. If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, they'll be there. There is a, uh, uh, an, an artist, and I'm not going to leave his name out there because I don't, I don't want to put all his business on blast, but there's an artist that um, I work with a videographer that worked with this artist, and he's a huge artist, right? Uh, independent artist, huge independent artist. And he used to say he used to say to him, you know, like well, the, the video director at, used to ask him, you know, like, do you, how, how often do you check your bank account? And he's like, I never check my bank account. He said it has to be some kind of like something major for me to check my bank account. And he's like, what do you how can you not check your bank account? It's such a common thing to do. Like, don't you want to know what's going on with your money? He says, if I need to check my bank account to know how I've been with my money, I'm not doing the right thing. So he just doesn't check it. And I don't know that always is as reckless as that can come off. That always stuck out to me as a philosophy, a greater philosophy uh, for life in that, you know, when you're not doing right. And that's when you start, you know, what I'm saying like sneaking really, really like you be trying to like sneak into your your, your bank app and you be looking like, yeah, 
Yeah, I hope. I hope. Uh, how many subscriptions I got? You start sneaking into your bank app, and you're like, "No, damn, it's a lot less than what I thought it was gonna be." <laughs> if you're doing the right thing, you ain't gotta worry about it. But if you're not spending your money the right way, then you worried. So I think it's the same way with. I would have been very. I would have been a lot more strict about the things that I said yes to, because every opportunity, and I don't care how hungry you are. Every opportunity is not a great opportunity. Every great opportunity is not a good opportunity. Right. And so many people, they, they don't they don't want to acknowledge that every investment is not a good investment. Whether it's of your time or your money. And that is such a uh, a warped point of view that I think a lot of people within our culture. Within hip hop. Um, and, and probably more so at the ground level, not the more established people, but there is a warped, a warped point of view that every investment is a good investment because you're paying dues. Some of them, some of them dues you paying don't, don't need to be some of them. You are putting that on your own back. Some of those, you are applying your own pressure and own rules that don't apply to anybody else while you're out here playing fair. Hello, nobody else is concerned about this fairness game that you speak of. And so one of the things I would have did was be 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 a lot more adamant about launching upon my ideas. But I just did not believe enough. I, I had a strong belief in my ideas, but I always felt like, well, this person is more established, so I should give them more of my time. Right. Working with them will give me the capital to invest into what I'm doing. And though. An argument can be made for some of those those opportunities. Most of them, it can't be. Most of the folks that I work with, influential folks that I work with. It did not. It does not have any bearing upon the current life. It has no effect on how I am making a living today. It contributed to it, obviously, through just experience but the things that pushed the needle, the things that could have got me to this place, maybe a little bit sooner would have been me saying yes to myself more often. That doesn't mean cut off opportunities, but my motto, if you're curious, it's a hell no until it's a hell yes. There's no in between. There's no in between. If you're going to play any game at a high level, you have to be prepared for there to be some disappointments. Gary V knows that when he didn't invest, I believe it was in Netflix or it might've been Uber. I think it was, um, uh, Mark Cuban knows this when he didn't invest into the ring alarm. If you're going to play a game at high stakes, opportunities like that billion dollar opportunities, you're going to miss those. But guess what? If you continue to launch upon what you have set out, what you are literally here for, when you continue to pursue that, and you stay on course. I have to believe that a few things happen. One, the game, the the proverbial, the 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 how can I put it? The um the as a, as symbolically, the game, this entire ecosystem pays you off for in for investing your value and giving. Right. You get you get that back within the system. That's one part of it. On a spiritual level, I have to believe that. God sees you doing what he or she put you here to do. And now that you are here and you are operating and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, 
uh, you will see the fruit of that labor. It may not come through those opportunities that people were like, you stupid for not doing that. But if the reward is not millions of dollars, but it's a happiness that money can't buy. Who 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 missed out on the opportunity? Who missed out on what? So that's one. And we probably can make a whole other episode about this because I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. But something else I would have done differently in my 20s. I definitely would have trusted my gut more. Right. I would have trusted my gut more. Because it told me a lot of things that. Even if it wasn't true that day, years and years later, it came to be true in some regard. And I feel like you're not given these. You're not given these moments where you have a heads up for no reason. You're not given these moments where you get this ultimate clarity for nothing. Trust those. And I feel that as I start to move now into my 36 lap around the sun. I'm starting to trust those more than I've ever trusted them. And I'm at peace with understanding that, you know, the same way I must trust, not trust, but make peace with my limitations. I must make peace with other people's limitations as well. And I must trust that at the end of the day, human beings will be human beings. And the thing that creates disappointment is not other human beings, but my expectation of what those other human beings are to be. Am I walking around hoping that everyone will look at the world in the same way as I do? Because if that's the case, I need to be set up for another 36 years of disappointment. I shouldn't say another, but a third, a, another set of years of disappointment. Um, if that's the way that I operate. And I think for a lot of years I did operate like that. So. I'm going to wrap it up right there. I just wanted to get these thoughts out. I'm 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 in a headspace where I'm feeling good. I, I'm look, I've been working out, I've been eating good, I've been drinking drinking my veggies, getting these smoothies on time out. I've been fasting. I got a little extra energy. Body ain't doing all that digesting. We over here live streaming and all that good stuff, which by the way, every Tuesday and Thursday we have a live stream called Flocation. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of it? Well, come join us. 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 Eastern time. We stay in there for some hours. I'll be in there cooking up beats, cooking up songs, just talking shit, talking stuff with my friends in there. And uh, I think you'll love this community. You'll love to be a part of this community. And uh, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode of the Curtis King podcast. Definitely subscribe. Leave us a five star rating and some reviews. You know, it helps us move up the chart system on, you know, the Apple podcast or whatever, you know, whatever you own. I don't care what you own. Leave a review. Do that for us. I don't ask for much, but do that for us. We greatly appreciate it. Or if you prefer to come over to YouTube and see some of these facial reactions, <laughs> come to Curtis King TV, man. We got a great amount of information and just overall inspiration for music producers and creatives alike at Curtis King TV. Search it right out there on YouTube. And uh, yeah, I hope to see you on this other side. So for those of you out there, share with me how you felt. Share with me two parts. One, how have you felt that your age has limited you? And two, what is something that has happened that showed you how much of an advantage your age is? I like that. Yeah. In what way has your age felt like a handicap 
And in what ways have your age felt like, damn, I got an advantage, right? If you're 16 right now, think about this. If you're 16, you could literally fail for the next five years, go to a school called failure and still come out of there unscathed at 21. If you're 16, you come out of there at 21, 21, 21. You know what I'm saying? You're good. You're good. You're good. Just keep going. You're good. Most people fell in this because they don't have the audacity to keep going, not because they fall off. They fall off because they quit. They fall off because they said, you know what? I got to make peace with these limitations, but I'm also comfortable with making peace and I'm comfortable in this space. Don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. Forever evolve. Keep evolving in this life. You will not be full of life until you decide that the life was fullest. Once again, it's Curtis King of the Curtis King podcast. Have a good one.